Hey Zambro fans, Russell 27 back here for you. Another one for Week of Zambro's Action. I am definitely not late. Definitely not my fault. 100% not joined by Johnny J25 this week in the worldly world of Germany. How you doing, Johnny J? I'm not sure how to answer that one, so I'm not, I'm not here. I am here. You're not not here, my man, and I'm not oopsie doopsie. Um, no comment on that. Uh, <laughs> is Germany really worldly at this point? Yeah, you're you're a world away from me, so I'm gonna call uh, that worldly. I'm, a, I'm an ocean and a few countries. I'm a skip, a jump, and a hop away from you, Reese. <laughs> but, but when we're doing Zombros, I feel like I'm right next to you. Oh God, John, right next to me, in my heart. That's what I feel. That's what I feel. Reed, we may be miles away, but 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 the show doesn't care. <laughs> okay, anyway, we have two wonderful guests on this week. These are our wonderful Patreon supporters, both Cameron and Denizen. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. We're excited to have you on. John, once again, has his own questions to get you all mm, introduced to the show. Boy. Well, before we before we get into that, quick oh, you got, you got announcements. Yeah, uh, John's have, the worst. One, John's literally the worst. I have one announcement. Mm -hmm. um, uh huh. So Just I, happened. I was answering. I was answering May's AMA, mm -hmm. and somebody had asked the question of what is your favorite <laughs> James Bond movie. I went to go click the reply button, but accidentally hit the trash can button. So your question got deleted. Person who asked it, I'm not sure who asked it, but to the person who asked me what my favorite James Bond movie is, I'm gonna say Skyfall. Uh, I don't know what Reed's is. Reed's Casino Royale. It's Casino Royale. That one's great. Those are those are our favorite uh, James Bond movies, and I apologize for accidentally deleting your question. Just the true I don't colors. know who it was, what? and I don't know how to bring it back, so it's just gone. It's gone into the ether now. <laughs> that was me that answered that said that question, John. Oh, that's oh, even better. Actually? Is it really? Oh, was, was it actually you? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. I didn't realize I got deleted. I was just checking. Wait, where's the questions? No, like I literally just deleted it like two minutes ago. Oh man. Oh, You're the worst. Literally the my worst, bad. John. Can't, oh, well, can't take oh. them anywhere. Well then my bad, Cameron. Them. Thank you. Thank you for the question. Now it's been answered. Yeah, that's fair though. Answered fair. on Zombros. Boom. Boom. <laughs> that's actually funny how that worked out. And that's yeah. perfect. Uh I, I guess as far as oopsies go, that's about as yeah. close to it recovery as you can make it was an oopsie but not quite a doopsie fair enough fair exactly enough. it was an oopsie but not a doopsie <laughs> so first first question we'll actually, actually no with, uh... announcements you just reminded me um all of itunes it. spotify all caught up episode 157 all uploaded so for your commutes or if you just want to listen to it in your spare time all the zombros podcast episodes are indeed up so big thumbs up i got it for you all do you really think people care about the show? Yes, in the in the chat, they were literally not berating me, but that's what I interpreted it as. They were calmly asking me a question, saying, "Hey, Rita, can I upload those episodes?" And I was three episodes behind. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I need to do that and stop being depressed all the time." And then here we are. I'm just teasing. Uh, so we'll start off with um, we'll start off with you, Denison, because mm -hmm. we already answered Cameron's question. <laughs> <Even inadvertently. laughs> okay. Uh, just curious, how long have you been playing zombies, and how long have you been like a member of not only the zombies community, but just like the world of Zombros? Um. So I started zombies uh, with Black Ops Two. Uh, like when my friends picked it up for the first time, I thought he was a god at it. So I was like, I want to try it as well. So I played uh, His House, uh, Transit, Die Rise. And then I got a PlayStation 3 myself and then picked it up. And I thought it was the best thing ever. And I played since then. 
And uh, I only started being part of the zombies community at the um, Black Ops Freeze era, like with Reddit and stuff. Ah, so you started you started on the uh, the most vile place of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> worse than yeah. 4chan. Worse than uh, what are what are other worse than the dark web? The yeah, COD zombies Reddit. Yeah, it's not that great. And um, Sombros was about I found that like one year ago or something. Mm-hmm. I've just been lurking ever since, and then I was like, oh, I can actually support the show. I'll do that. Oh, oh, <laughs> someone cares. And you are awesome for doing so. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so, and then we have, um, and then, all right, so Cameron, what about you? How long have you been playing zombies and also just been a member of the world of zombies? So I started zombies, uh, I'm the OG. I started in 2008. My friend actually introduced me to it because Mm -hmm. back in the day I had Call of Duty 3 on the Wii. The Wii was my main console Mm -hmm. at the time. Mm -hmm. So I had to go to a friend's house to play Call of Duty World War on his Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, did you know there's a zombies mode? I was like, get out of here. There is no zombies mode in Call of Duty. <laughs> I, I, that's how I think almost everybody reacted if they first mm-hmm. heard about it. Mm-hmm. So then when I saw it, I was like, we played Knocked. And I was like, oh, my God. And this is actually fun because you're just surviving. You're getting power-ups and all that. Rebuild barriers. I was worried about barriers because like, I was like, no, let him let, stay. <laughs> just don't let him in here. I was like, oh, who, who cares, really? Then it was just, mm-hmm. and then I f- made a mistake. <laughs> uh, when my friend introduced me to say World at War, and then, like I said, the Wii was my console at the time. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go buy Call of Duty World at War for the Wii, because of course it has to have zombies in it, right? <laughs> Big mistake there, yep. obviously not. <laughs> so then later I got a PS3 and then got World at War for that, played zombies, and then my friends showed me the DLC maps you know, for World at War. And then we played Doris a lot. We played Shinonuma brooked and then i've been playing pretty much playing zombies from there and as apart from zombros uh the first time i think i've heard about you guys was actually when you guys had jason blundell on zombros for zombie chronicles back Mm -hmm. in 2017 and honestly that was like wow i actually like listening to this not only just jason blundell but hearing you guys talk about what's going on in the community and like it's not sometimes you guys can go a little bit off like it's not like it's supposed to be zombies right but mm-hmm. it's nice just talking about other things that are happening around the world mm. taking it to once so i was like oh i like listening to this and sometimes i just like talking about stuff like that to be honest so it's that's how i started zombros and then you know i started out as an ultra rare uh mm-hmm. for patreon mm-hmm. for a little while and then later bumped my way up to premise when it mm-hmm. became available love it love it <laughs> a good story in the sense of just i'm glad you enjoy us when we go off tangents because i always want to like punch myself in the face because i can't help but go on tangents uh, but it's amazing to see all like as we continue to have more premise patrons on the show all the different journeys bo- both of you have to zombies and it is interesting to see how you come to the show through like a, a blundell interview or just general interest and in searching around i think I think John just left the call. God, yeah. well, see, this is why I didn't. This is why He's I back. had. Yep, yeah, perfect. And didn't screw up my show. I, I foolproof. Foolproof. Call button. I knew it. This is why I don't. And the best part is this week, guys. When he leaves, 
I don't have to talk to myself like a crazy person. I have you two. Fantastic. Yeah. When I when I realized I was out of the call, I thought to myself, I'm like, well, it's a good thing there's other people that you can bounce off. Of. Fantastic uh, for once, man. But mm -hmm. I, I love hearing all these starter stories for Call of Duty zombies. And it's a shame that I'm hearing too many end stories right now. At least people are claiming to. It might turn out like right now the it's very hotly political, but entertainment news. Uh, all the Disney, Netflix, uh, Paramount, go on and on. They're all threatening to leave uh, Atlanta, Georgia. They're not going to make movies or produce stuff down there uh, because they don't agree with uh, the laws that are going on there. I'm not getting into the law bullshit, but it kind of like reminisces to me of Treyarch where we're all like, hey, you know, this as soon as the ether comes out, done. This is my big threat. It's over. You lost me. Well, how many are actually going to leave? I think a lot. I think a fair more in the zombie community uh, because... We don't have like financial investments and millions of dollars at stake like the other companies do but I, we have that uh, like our emotional currency invested into call of duty zombies and it's going to be strange for people not to buy the next game like my buddy ryan was like no way am i buying the next call of duty no no chance totally done and then he saw the trailer and he's just like Dude, yeah, we're gonna we're, looks pretty we'll, cool. we'll get into it more as we talk. I know, I know. I'm not gonna dive into people, it. Yeah. People I think are actually pretty excited for this game, like even casual Call of Duty fans, but we'll get into that yeah. more. Can yeah, I make yeah. a quick comment though yeah. on Call of Duty on the Wii? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, as I was saying this. I just feel like people and I I've I've noticed this in YouTubers who make videos. Like I remember mm -hmm. this one Call of Duty YouTuber who played exclusively Modern Warfare 3 on the Wii. Yeah. I feel like the people that play Call of Duty on the Wii yeah. really like Call of Duty on the Wii. Like they're out there, like like this control scheme is the ultimate control scheme. I swear, I've heard this like propagate around on like within the small subsect of like we Call of Duty players. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you're not playing with the pointer, you're not playing. Exactly, you have to have those accessories because if you're just playing with the controller, then it's like it's like weird. I like I had the the zapper. I think that's what it was called or something. Yeah, mm -hmm. like yeah, I mean, if you wanna if you wanna play Call of Duty with the Wii remotes and you like those those like really janky graphics, knock yourself out. <laughs> but I'm gonna stick to my controller and my uh, modern graphics. Well, kind of. I could see the uh, modern or the time crisis feel. Like there was a gun, right? Could you use like a Nerf gun Wii remote thing where you load the remotes into basically a fake gun? And you can pretend you're shooting with a normal I think gun. So, yeah, that's fun. That could be that's a fun cool. thing. I, I know. I'm not. Like I totally see why yeah. people, yeah, yeah, yeah. why why some people would be drawn into that, but to me, like Call of Duty: World at War on the Wii looks just so bad. Like, oh it's hard yeah. To get over. Oh well, my buddy Ryan, I got him into video games. Um, he never ever touched them until he picked up the Wii, uh, in ninth grade. And then he started with World at War, and there was no zombies, which he thought was crap. But then his buddy, Ryan, his other friend, Ryan, um, taught him how to get underground on Cliffside. And that's basically all he like learned how to get level up because he could kill people. To see the progression of someone who started on the Wii and who was completely and utterly illiterate at video games to get to where they are now, it, it blows my mind. It's like every everyone who didn't grow up with video games, man, they can't get the dual analog stick. Like have you have no, you have you I noticed that with friends? That. It's, just, it's just I don't know about that, but it's adults don't get the dual animal. I find yeah. that adults this, have a really hard time with it. I'm telling you, if you don't grow up with video games, th this is so difficult. I I don't even think it's just adults. I mean, I I had friends that were girls, so that's definitely stereotyping. But we weren't going together. But they would play games occasionally because they were like, "Oh, YouTube, I want to do this," and basically they just want attention. But 
when they'd play, it was the moving and the looking was so damn difficult because it's something they was never a part of their life, something uh, they never were interested in. They didn't like video games. Anybody that I, has never played video games, when I give them a controller for the first time, I don't think I've ever had anybody just be like, oh yeah, this is, yeah, I got this. This is no problem. I just, mm. I don't know. It's just interesting to me. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Right, next next mm. question. Uh, we'll jump back over to you, Cameron. Favorite zombie memory? Do you have one? Favorite zombie memory? I, I have plenty a, of those. Uh, uh, let's hear one. one. The one I actually remember, and it was pretty funny. Uh, I My cousin, he did play zombies, but he, he like slightly played zombies a bit. Uh, he did play like Mob of the Dead and Black Ops 2, but he didn't play it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. So he didn't play zombies until then. And then when we when I got Black Ops 3, thing between PS4, so every game I bought, he would have. So pretty much from there, he's pretty good with that. And we played Shadows of Evil because this was before the DLC rolled in for Black Ops 3. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, what the hell? Where am I going? <laughs> what you, I, I was like, I had to teach him all the ropes. So that was pretty much getting him back into zombies. Mm. And then when we went into uh, the other maps, like Dreisendrock and stuff like that, mm-hmm. he kept spawning in as Richtofen. And then my other friend who knew zombies as well, he's like, oh, yeah, did you know Richtofen did this, et cetera, et cetera? And, and my cousin was like, oh, my God, this is such a bad person. What the hell is this? <laughs> and then he kept respawning. He kept spawning in as we loaded into the map. He kept spawning in as Richtofen. He's like, Cameron, it's an effing curse. It's a freaking curse that I keep spawning in as Richtofen. But then over the time, we're just like, listen, the Ultimus one is the one we were talking about, not, not the premise one. Mm. He's like, oh, oh okay. Now, now, now I feel better with this character. I then, feel like um, that you can't you can't just throw somebody who's brand new into this into the world of multiverse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like, like you really you really want to like make them think that zombies is too big of like a barrier to like to even bother or like a behemoth to even bother understanding be like yeah that's just one of like 10 different Richtofen's just wait till you see the last gen Richtofen (laughs) that man is basically a broken man yeah it was basically like just like seeing that and he was just like oh my gosh and then we actually did play it on PS3 just to see just for shits and giggles Mm -hmm. and it was like oh my god and I actually completed the Dreisendrack Easter egg on that which looked like painful <laughs> and uh when we went to la arthur who plays rick toffin he was mm-hmm. just like cameron this is my idol now because he's already like familiarized and he's already comfortable with rick toffin at this point now he wants to see the actor who plays him mm-hmm. so it's just like okay but you wouldn't have been like this like before if we didn't tell you all the information about rick toffin because you would have been just like who the hell is that guy right <laughs> ah, just another one of those yeah. voice actors I actually love uh, that like fandom that comes from the association uh, to a degree. Actually, there's there's definitely a hard limit on that. But when you people fall in love with these characters and then they find the actors behind them, and then when the actors really love the characters too, it creates this wonderful bonding moment in storytelling. And I really enjoy that to see like a Nolan North bonding with fans that love his Rick Toffin or any of his Nathan Drake or any other of his many different roles that he does. It connects with people, and different stories connect with people in different ways, and it's wonderful. Did I make this up, or did he once say that uh, Rick Toffin is one of his favorites to play? Yes, he definitely said that, and I think, uh, yeah, he's grown we'll just to leave it. it that. Yeah. Yes, he definitely like, said that. At the time, he didn't, but yeah. like because he kept respawning as him. 
but now he's kind of no, 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 he's talking I Nolan mean, North, the, the actual no, voice no, actor. I understand your friend's story, but I mean, I feel like I remember once hearing that like Nolan North, like mm-hmm, I guess one mm-hmm. of his favorite characters is Rick Toffin. Yep, which is great. Mm-hmm. We'll watch I like, Mojo I like, put it on like a number one list for characters and like another mm-hmm. like top ten Nolan North performances. Like it's, it's and Nolan dis- North actually watched that video. <laughs> it's probably disappointing for Nolan North that like one of his favorite characters is probably going to be retired soon. But like, so, well, assuming they do retire, like uh, just the ether in general. But I, I still feel like they may leave a door open one day. Mm-hmm. But um, but uh, yeah, he's just I, I without a doubt. I mean, when you he gets bombarded with so many of these uh, fandoms, like even the famous actor that plays Reznov, um, Gary Oldman. He's like, I remember interviews with him. We were just like, I get more people asking me about that damn Reznov character than any of my other roles combined. And it's just the mass appeal. Oh, like okay, a well, video it, helps, game. it helps that you're playing a character in the biggest franchise in the world or one of. And at the time, definitely. But like, I, I, I do love the idea that, that like a voice actor would be passionate about playing that character. That's like like when we heard that uh, the, the person or the woman who played Maria or Marie in um, Exo Zombies was like really into the role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I like that. I, I like do it. too. Like, it makes like, it better. I, I, I'd rather. I, and I feel like they put more effort into it than mm-hmm. say just like oh, I'm gonna phone it in. Like sometimes I feel like when they get like those celebrity casts, like mm-hmm. you know, they're just gonna read the lines and be done with it. Yep. Very much like, so. Like, take the money. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Like like read read in a booth for three hours and then call it that <laughs> to collect a paycheck. Exactly. Exactly. I want my characters to be more than a paycheck. I guess that's the best way to put it. Yes, and I think that's what's bothered me about Call of Duty as years have gone on. Is it's very much felt that sort of uh, it's just a paycheck. You know, it's just a game. We're all just it's a business. We're making fun. That authenticity is something that I've I really really miss. That was there in World at War. And I think that authenticity is what's missing to me in Zombies this season around and 2019 Call of Duty. Um, I, I have a lot of it. We're going to get into it. I have still lots of question marks, but the PR marketing, which definitely it's a lot to be uh, careful about with that, are trying to get back toward a better authenticity in the Call of Duty with the grittier campaign, actually trying to get balls back with some more tackling uh, dicey subjects like Call of Duty used to. That stuff is promising at the very least to hear, and that's the things that originally drew me close to Call of Duty. So what do you have any other questions before we jump into COD 2019 and the Perkaholic? Yeah, actually, we still I still Let's wanted to it. ask. Oh, uh, yeah, keep going, keep still, going. We have one and a half questions. I wanted to ask Dedizen mm-hmm. what his favorite Call of Duty zombies memory was. Yeah, oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Um, I had two distinct ones. Uh, it's like just one of them was like uh, just normal. With like in the Black Ops two days when I was uh, younger, I would have sleepovers uh, with my friends. We were like mm-hmm. ten years old or something. And we were like five, six um, guys, and it was just he only had three controllers, so we would play town, mm-hmm. and we play three players. And if you remember back in the day, um, I don't know if it's still like this, but the split screen was like two big at the top, and then one small at the bottom with mm-hmm. two black bars yep. to the left and the right. Yeah, it was so annoying. But yes, that's just the way it was. Dude, World at War was such, and- was such a bitch too. Or were you describing World at War? Because I remember two-player World at War was just stupid how the screen was located all i was like just the corner boxes and you're like there's why i think bo1 got it right so sorry keep going oh you you triggered me yeah but that was just you know like 
and then when we we would get like round 17 like oh we're the greatest players in the world and then we would switch turns and we'd just wait like and it was like just a blast you know mm -hmm. like, it was so much fun and then i think the latest memory i think was like just the best was when around Plague of Three ended, you know, there was so much hype about uh, Mother the Dead being remastered and stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then May 17th or something, we finally get the confirmation. And when you saw the video, like, live from um, Mr. Ruffle Waffles, video, oh, you yeah, just yeah. everybody scream at the top of their lungs. Yeah. And you were just like, oh, this is so, like, this is so hype. You oh, know? Like, it, was, it was so And hype. then the map comes out and it's just, okay. And then it was just... <laughs> Well, but, yeah, that was uh, like probably one of the best moments in zombies history when blood got revealed. Dude, the blood trailer yeah. is one of the best moments. I'm so the with you. One. Yeah, yeah it so it's good. so good. Oh my god, it's one of the best trailers they ever made. Yeah, it's so good. Oh god, you guys are making me remember what I liked about zombies. Oh, I miss <laughs> it. I miss it. I actually got a video recommended to me. I was on a different account, so they were recommending a Rad Austin 27 video to me. I'm like, okay. And it was a review I did of The Tortured Path. And I actually watched the whole review. I'm just like, oh my god, look at this fun edits. I interviewed myself. I'm being all silly and fun. Where the hell is this guy? Now I remember why people watch some of my crap. What? Oh, you took me down memory lane there. That was oh, <laughs> wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> It's like, it's, like, it's like that line from It's Always Sunny when Frank's in therapy and he's like, ah, Doc, you unzip me. You, you, you made me feel I hate you. I hate you for this. You unzip me. I'm all opened up. You've been gotta, unzipped, Reed. Oh, I gotta watch that. That show, I always, but it's so dark. That's the reason why I'm like, oh, I feel like the show's gonna depress me, but that sounds hilarious. Oh, oh, it's great. That's a perfect Frank, line. Frank is, Frank is going on about how he got like hospitalized in like yeah. a mental institute for yeah. like dumb kids. And he's talking about like his first love with this, with this, uh, with uh, basically it was like frog person. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> he's like, he's like, the, the therapist's like, it sounds terrible. He's like, it was. But it's where I got my first kiss. <laughs> and then he just goes, "It's a mate. It's it's a great scene." Really All right, great I have to, I'll have to look into it. that. Wow. All right, last question. We'll, oh. we'll we'll try to make this one a little bit faster so we can jump into the actual topics of yes, the show. Yes, yes, yes. But um. Let's see, uh, Cameron. So, of all the maps, so we we can assume remasters are coming. What not remastered map do you want to see remastered first? Remastered. Okay. Well, there was a lot of maps that I didn't think would get remastered, but they were already put in Zombie Chronicles. So what I'm assuming, if we do get something like that later on, I wouldn't be surprised. Like if they started selling another like another season pass for Zombie Chronicles, like everybody was talking about. But it kind of seems like with what Treyarch's doing next year. But we never well, know. What's like but at the top of your list though? Like if there's one map you want to see. Like if you were like if you were like this is the map I want remastered tomorrow, what would that map be? I can't yeah, I can't get much closer to the camera. Say it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, just probably uh ooh. That's like a good one. Probably I, I want to see Barry. I actually Damn it, like, wrong answer. Yeah, yeah I know. Show. Yeah, both of us. Yeah. We're not supposed to say die rise. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no you are not supposed to say die rise. <laughs> actually, die rise was the correct. 
call the dead. Reed, I just watched the stream of Jesus. All right, Denizen, now you're, now you're definitely off the show. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said call the dead. He's in no the no. Hall of Fame. In the Hall oh, of boy. Fame. There you go. People are saying transit in chat now. Transit is another good one. I could get behind transit. Because I bought Call of the Dead on my PC, but every time I load it up, it it crashes my game. Oh. I don't want to do, so I can't play it. Yeah, that's that's a great reason to be like, hey, give me $10 to a map I can't play. Oh. Oh. It keeps crashing. Wow. There's like a missing PNG picture or something. It's kind of dumb. Oh, that's really dumb. Obviously. Yeah. You've probably tried uninstalling, reinstalling, verifying the files, all the yeah. typical Steam shit. Yeah. Uh, That's poopy. Kind of That's yeah. super annoying. Oh, well, good. Yeah, let's get uh, <laughs> let's get Call the Dead back. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I think it's a ten out of ten. Mm. There's no way. Everybody's <laughs> saying transit. I feel like yeah. I don't want transit remastered. I want transit reimagined. Yes, yes. The, like I really, trash can. I really want them to like Could take it, too. take it on new hardware and say. Now that we're not restricted by the PS3 and the and the Xbox 360, how can we make this better? Probably like, going to see it on the, the PS4 the or PS5. Oh, yeah, no, no. PS5, I meant on the put PS5. It, it, oh, that yeah, comes out next put, year. <laughs> put it on the put it on the PS5 and then just like really let it like yeah, let it fly. Let it be what they wanted it to be. The hardware jump is going to be nuts next year for console gaming, which is really exciting. Even though it's still going to be lagging behind PC, but it just helps the generation now because they have the hardware from a PS4 is five years old. So the way that they have to push games is going to be at least catching up to present day a little bit. And then we'll... Uh, I'm excited, I'm, to say the least. I, I'm very excited for how far hardware is going to push uh, the next gen of gaming, how good things are going to look in the allocation. Has this generation been a dud in terms of performance? Or my no, I think Xbox has been a dud in terms of performance, but Nintendo Switch and Wii U were sort of the same. So Wii U were under delivered because they oversold the like the Wii is the big like one of the biggest consoles that was. Oh, I'm not even counting the Switch because the Switch is a whole different behemoth. Yeah, being, having to being restricted, like the Switch, I give the Switch. I think looks good for what it is, which is mm. just really a tablet because all that shit is fit under that little tiny screen. Yeah. Um. I'm talking more the PS4 and the and the and the uh, the one. Yeah, I think the one absolutely failed in incredible fashion. I, I, out of the gate, they fell because of their online only marketing that was really bad. weren't they weren't they though planning on or these? I, I remember there being discussions early on in the Xbox One's lifespan that they were mm-hmm. going to offload a lot of like rendering and stuff onto the cloud. Yeah, like they were going to utilize some servers or whatever. And did that ever happen? I don't I think, think it, no. I think that's coming with the next generation of Xbox consoles because they're trying to do a. They had their own streaming service of games and their whole library. They were slowly introducing that so you could play any Xbox game asterisk uh, ever on the Xbox of any generation. So it'd be backwards compatible esque. Um, and I think their backwards compatibility beat the PS4 in uh, interest at the very least as you guys saw bo2 streams coming out when you could play bo2 about a year ago when they released that so they have done a lot of stuff after the fact xbox one did a lot of really really good stuff for their generation but it wasn't uh like xbox 360 at all they dominated the 360 was amazing that generation uh and it just sort of uh, fell flat on his face where ps4 has a ton of great exclusives they kept hitting home runs they kept being selling games and consoles like hotcakes I don't think they did any worse than they did with the PS3. I believe they did better in sales on the PS3, but I think the PS2 is still the best-selling console of all time up there. Mm-hmm. 
Don't quote me on that, but it's somewhere up there. But uh, those are just. Can somebody do me a favor and quote read on Twitter with that? Thank uh, you. Yes. <laughs> Here we are. Then. Let me go on Twitter real quick. <laughs> Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. The PS4 is the best-selling console of all time. Rad Austin 27. I didn't even is say it? that. I said PS2. Uh, yeah, actually, it might be. Or probably, probably, yeah. I, 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 swear, I, I swear I heard that statistic in the past before. I've, I've heard that before, too. I, it is yeah. PS2. Okay, there we go. Thank you. We could Google All it. Right. But, you know. <laughs> those, were, those were our questions for the week. Right. Um, Denizen, you suck. Uh, Cameron, <laughs> your question is toler- or your answer was tolerable. Okay. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Uh, the, real sorry, was, the real answer was awesome. Die Rise. It was a test. You guys failed. Die Rise is great. Thank you. I should have figured there'd be a die rise in this episode. You're not quite off my shit list, Denizen, but you're you're getting closer to being off my shit list. I doesn't want to call it the remaster. I less like I, I let I don't dislike it's more it's less about disliking die rise and more about disliking johnny j's attitude toward his extreme <laughs> like of die rise. I think that is what it is amounted to over the years. If you're not passionate about something, then what's the point? Damn. Why why live? What's the point of life at that point? You know, John, I ask that every day. Every day. I love Die Rise. Bring it Thank on. you. All right. Anyway. Perkaholic! Oh, oh the God. desperation. Oh we gotta get him to play. We gotta get him to buy elixirs. Let me show okay. you. Let's show you what's on Treyarch's Twitter right now. Oh buckaroo. It's the Perkaholic Elixir. Here we are. Here it is. Operation Spectre Rising happened weeks ago, but Treyarch said, guess what is coming in Days of Summer 6419. Uh, that's probably when the next DLC launches. Oh, wait, when is the 19th? Operation. Yeah, the next... Oh, good. Good. I will be back. I have a trip, and I was trying to plan a trip not on the DLC date, and I almost exactly nailed the DLC date. Fantastic. Is this the, uh, is this the, same, the same weekend I'm in Paris? Yeah, I'm in Atlanta, right? Fuck. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> wait, wait. So we we will or won't be around? Uh, we will. Well, it's so fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth, and then fuck, then it comes out Wednesday or Tuesday of that oh, week. Oh no. Okay. Good. I'll be I'll be back. So it's, that is yeah. The- it should be the following week. So we should be around, and people won't have to make fun of us for being terrible at what we do. Oh, good. Which I'm used to anyway. But there you go, Treyarch. How does everybody feel about an hour ago? Perkaholic! Oh my god! Oh We've been asking for this forever! Oh boy! Elixirs are gonna be overpowered. Here we are. I mean, thank god the elixir. Perkaholic. Yeah. I hate elixirs. About time. About thank time. god the perks are gonna be over. The elixir are gonna be overpowered because that yeah. was the whole freaking point, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. It really was. Like that, did, that did so much for Black Ops 3, especially when we got those Zombie Chronicle elixirs, like the yep. power vacuum that just felt like broken. Oh, like, yes. sure, it was broken and it totally changed the dynamic of high round runs. Yeah, but exactly, exactly, it was fun. That's all that matters. Follow the fun. That's the whole point. Like, Follow the fun. Yeah. I, and they just yeah, give us shit elixirs just so we can try hard. Mm-hmm. Like, as you have a thousand nebula, nebula plasmum opening or something. I ain't doing that though. I have not bought a single one of those because those are a waste of money. Yeah, so. neither have I. Do you think there was like a boardroom meeting one day between like Activision and Chair? And they're like, "Yeah, your uh, microtransaction sales are down for Black Ops Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should fix that." And then Chair yeah. was like, "Hmm." Oh, I'm. I was reading like a European. I'm so stupid. Six four nineteenth. That's this week. I'm a moron. 
<laughs> I'm an absolute moron. All right, well, I don't read. think the DLC is coming this week. Oh, famous last words, Sean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, I guess boy, you're right. Nice release. Say stuff, John. If it, if it, do, if it does come out this week, I'm kind of boned because my PS4 is sitting in a suitcase. Oof. Tropical Surprise Kiwi. Released. Thanks for being on. Keep me honest. I went to a, well, I went to a flea market today to try to find like a desk. Mm-hmm. Um, still looking for your that, desk. Yeah, still. Well, well, I went on Craigslist and the people in Craigslist never got back to me. So I went to a flea market today. And at that flea market, there were a couple tables that could be used as desks. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't able to easily carry them and bring them on with me through public transport. So I didn't have a way to take them back. So I ended up not buying them. Uh, but I'm still on the desk cut. If anybody's in Berlin and wants to give me a desk for like three months, I would happily take it. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. But I don't know about Perkaholic, man, because like there's a lot, a lot of perks in Black Ops 4. Mm-hmm. How's it going to fit in the hut? That's no, what exactly. I was wondering. Who gives a shit? The, the anymore, hut is right? gonna it's probably to the like left. Perks? Yeah, you could just throw it to the left or they'll limit you to like, they'll perk up gives you the four. So, yeah. Uh, well, it here's does. what I was thinking. Um, maybe, maybe they like create an extra slot. Oh, you're right. They swap the, the other way. That's where the perk, like the perkaholic logo, sits there, and that represents, um, like that would represent all the perks rather than like they do in Black Ops Three, where they just put all of them in a line. I was like, also so one. one. I was also okay. wondering if they if they're gonna do a hut uh, re- re- rework, you know, change the hut because of that. Yeah. Yeah. But or maybe they probably wouldn't do it now, like. And so they I, end again. I think they definitely need to do something funky with the HUD to symbolize that you have Perkaholic. Because half the fun of Perkaholic was seeing all like eight or nine perks lined up in a row. Mm-hmm. Not a 16. Yeah, and not yeah. four here and then 12 on the side. <laughs> I'm excited, though. To, like, I, I actually am kind of excited to just throw 16. Is it 16? I thought it was 14. Is that 16? It yeah, might be 16. 14. No, I think you're right I with 16. Back. It's been a it while. They added more. Originally. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, they had two. So yes, that's right. Yeah, yep. I'm excited to slap on all 16 perks and see what happens because that's even stronger than. You would uh, never die. You you actually never die. This should be stronger than the Black Ops Three perkaholic, right? Well, we'll see. There's probably strings attached. There's always strings attached. (laughs) Always. I'm excited. Not be the same perkaholic. Maybe they'll rename it or something and just say it's something else. Oh, Perkaholic's such a classic name, though. Yeah. If they change it, they're making it's a terrible iconic. mistake. Yeah. I guess it's I should put the Perkaholic posters back on sale for a little bit to celebrate for a few days. Maybe a flash sale, if you guys want to get one of those. Celebrate that. <laughs> mm. I mean, that's, a good, that's an idea. Or they not. might call it Vaporholic, you know, because of course. Oh, yeah. Vape Nation. Let's go. Vape Nation! <laughs> Vape Nation, bro! Vape Nate. <laughs> mm. glad, well, at least I'm glad they're, they're, they're making the epics, like, more actually good because at launch the epics were like pretty hot trash you mean, you mean they're making the epics actually epic mm-hmm. yeah exactly hot like, trash at, is at right. launch they were useless they were just they weren't really because like they weren't enticing the of, like, right them, point of buying them because like some people bought them and were like mm-hmm. oh i got this but it's kind of useless yeah it was just makes ammo yeah, I think I want to actually. Then I think they moved. They moved some of the tiers around too on release. They moved Max to legendary. Yes, and then I like getting your teammates up was uh was a really what should have been super helpful, but that should be something that would be like Phoenix level of t- Phoenix up level. Just put it down, even though Phoenix up isn't in here. I'm so Is it? upset no. they didn't bring Phoenix yeah. up back. Yeah, that it's was just great gum. 
they did. They just have this new version of it, except it's an epic instead of easily like the it wasn't well, as rare. You, it's used when people are, like out of the game, you know, like spectating. Yeah. So, so instead of popping them up with a perk uh, with a phoenix up, Jesus, I can't talk today. Um, <laughs> instead of popping them with a phoenix up, you just wait to the bleed out, and they still come back with all their crap. So, yeah. But you know, there was a lot of good reviving gobble gums in Black Ops Three. Oh, like, there was one. I don't know what it was called, but it was like you, you're you're like a medic. You have the plus symbols around you, and if you run to somebody who's down, you revive them, and they have all their stuff back. I don't know what that gobble gum was called, but. I used that a lot. Like they added a lot of gobble guns. Yeah, the medic make... one. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. They added the a lot of gobble guns to make yeah, it's uh, yep, Phoenix yep. up not really usable. Because I used Phoenix up at launch, but then when other gobble guns came around, I just had like hundreds of gobble uh, of Phoenix ups that I never used. Because I was like, why would I use that when this other perk can just do something different than that? Probably mm-hmm. more powerful than that. Mm-hmm. Near death experience is what you were thinking of, oh, and yeah. it's fifteen, not sixteen. Chat corrected me because they're fantastic at remembering everything. I can't uh, because uh, secret sauce. So that would be the sixteenth. Oh. Got to take that out. There's only fifteen perks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes sense. I was looking right now at the list of elixirs just as like a refresher. Yeah, I don't know if this list is updated with the changes and additions, but the list of epic elixirs right now is pathetic. Let me load up my game in the background and I'll take a peek at it. In, uh, at you can read some of them, please. Com, there's, there's wall power. Yep. Um, oh, wall which power. basically, you know, like buy a pack, a punch weapon. Yeah. Join the party. All spectators instantly revive. Mm. That one seems like that would fit epic well. Yeah. Uh, Cashback. You get a max ammo power up item. That See the, the the join everybody joins that should that's the phoenix up that needs because there is yeah. no phoenix up that's got to be lower rarity to me if you want people to use that more uh so, oh self medication yeah. no, is I, another one people talk I, about I also I think all of these were like these were like lower tier gobble gums in Black yeah. Ops three now I, I know they I know they nerfed elixirs and that was an intentional decision because I didn't want everything to be op God that's a pathetic list. Yeah, it doesn't really get you to play. Like, I want to see shopping free back so badly. So badly. I mean, I mean it, it I mean, was so yeah, fun yeah. in Black Ops 3 when you saw people, like, with all the good shit in, like, round two. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. I mean, you have wall-to-wall clearance, but that's no shopping free. Dude, wall-to-wall yeah. clearance, Some that doesn't even make sense why you would even want to waste... Like, it's <laughs> 10 points to buy a gun off the wall, and you only have 30 seconds. It doesn't, seconds it doesn't make sense. It's like, what, what am I going to do with that? I buy one gun for 10 points... Why would I burn? It cost me $5 for this dumb freaking elixir. Why would I spend like, again, it gets back to our conversation about the problems with the currency and the value being so disproportionate. Epic elixirs, it's more valuable not to use them than actually to use them in game because the benefits in game are so minuscule. Mm-hmm. It's like I, yeah, mm-hmm. They're useless. Elixirs. I don't use too many. I, I don't ever them. use them. I'm pretty sure I still run the default loadout. Mm-hmm. I miss I, uh, I miss dashboarding to save your gobble guns. Mm-hmm. Good times. Oh, yeah, good times. Does anything save your talismans or, in this game? Talismans or, uh, or, oh, can, or elixirs? I think those get burnt as soon as you start the game. You can contact uh, support if you like a DC, like, you know, get, oh. get disconnected. But then Ooh. it's like, you got to go through email shit and stuff, so it's not worth it. Yeah, no, it's not worth it. <laughs> Uh, though, like they burn in like mm-hmm. a second as soon as you start the game. Mm-hmm. So if you fuck up at the start, like you miss something you need, you just kind of fucked. <laughs> that sounds about right for this game. And what what bothers me though is like we're seven months out, 
seven months. When when does everybody stop uh, looking? Actions. Yeah. When, when, when do we just be like, yeah, we're not getting anything. Just 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 this is what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, factions, like you said. Um, John, you only had four, right? There's six currently because I think you missed refreshment and suit up. Yeah, I, I knew I was missing some. It's just yep. this list I'm looking at is from October. Oh, I'm sorry. I That's thought like the launch month I confused the bonfire sale one. Is that the one you were talking about as well? For the epic conf conflagration liquidation? No, nah, there's this. So in this list I have for epic, there's wall power. Second wall purchase already has a pack of punch effect on it. Uh, join the party. All spectators are instantly revived and cash back. You get a max ammo power up item. Oh, Jesus. Three on this list. I have the liquidation, join the party, perk up, refreshment, suit up, wall power. So they, they definitely changed it from what that list was last updated. Um, what? But we are forgetting the greatest elixir of all time. Quacknarok? Is that how you say it? Oh my god. Quacknarok is, is the sole reason Black Ops 4 is game of the year. <laughs> I don't think it saves it. I, even jokingly, I don't think I could even laugh and say that. <laughs> uh, but here we are, I guess. My Where's friend gets PTSD every time. He's like, turn off the ducks now. Don't, don't have the ducks. You know what happens to ducks. See, this is the one. Wall-to-wall -wall clearance as an elixir. That drives me nuts. 30 seconds, wall by fire sale. Why? They're always available. Where would there ever be urgency to get a wall weapon? And if you're like, if you need to buy ammo for it really cheap, maybe, but I bet they still charge you because they've never given us a break on pack-a-punch ammo except the hacker, which was awesome because that actually rewarded you for hacking a wall weapon so you could get the cheaper ammo for the uh, more expensive pack-a-punch weapon. I don't see a situation where you would ever want to use wall-to-wall -wall clearance and i find this like the balancing is maybe so good in this game that it makes it so not fun <laughs> so are the classic elixirs are better than the rare ones yeah absolutely anyway but here's like the best one mm -hmm. i think Saves your ass. Temporal gifts, another big one people use all the time. Equipment. Do you know how valuable it is that you can pop a, like a Pegasus strike or you use your Wraith Fires, use them all, and then instantly have it full again? And then. Aftertaste was like really good at the start of the game, but then they like killed it. Mm hmm. Not because they cool down. Yeah, it's, it's only five minutes now instead of forever before. I was dumb. Longer, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, the classics like the classics are definitely better than the epics at launch, but then they changed them just to say, "Hey, epics are are good now. Stop complaining." <laughs> yeah, it's just like uh, we're still kind of complaining because, uh, you know, epics. I mean, sure, maybe epics have done some reworks over the past, but it's just like uh, I really don't feel like using my thing, my plasma that I earned. And hopefully get something because I'm not really like hoping for like an an epic. If I get one, it's like, oh boy. But it's like it's not like yes, finally done epic. I finally got max ammo. It's just like oh boy, don't don't start. Remember in Black Ops Three when it just came out, you couldn't buy a liquid divinium when you got a pergaholic. Mm -hmm. That was like so hype. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Good days. Now you just got, now you just got yeah. five points. Where's our new cookbook, uh, man? Right. Where, where, I remember that? Lex's video where it was like really late up, and he mm -hmm. got it. Like, pergaholic. He goes fucking insane. 
as most Lex videos. They're good. A lot of things. <laughs> that good. There's a lot of things now that counter Perkaholic though in Black Ops Three because it's like, why would I use a Perkaholic when I have like other gobble gums? Like if I drink a perk, I get another perk as well. So yeah, what was that? What was that perk that. called? Where you drink the perk and you get another soda fountain? And soda fountain. you made yeah. a video. It's one of your best videos. The pool, the pool man's perkaholic. I think about it every like so often uh, when oh, I'm on YouTube. Was, that video I, was genius. That's, I know. I, every that. time I see it, I'm just like, I'm so jealous of John. So jealous. God, was, it's such a good idea. One of the, I hate you. That was one of the best ideas oh, I ever had. Such and a it good was one. one of those like it was one of those clickbaits that is like absolutely true. Like you know, I saw this clever title. God I damn. saw this comment today. It was like Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast clickbait, but it's okay because his clickbait is always true. Yeah, that's how I feel about that poor man's perkaholic. Like God it damn. really is the poor man's perkaholic. Oh good, so damn good. Oh man, I honestly I think I like it better than perkaholic too. Yeah, yeah, just because I have yeah. more of them. Yeah, you get to do it right. You get to play through. It's you got to still earn the points. You don't just instantly get everything. Again, the criticism of this game, like when you start with the pistol, it's almost the equivalent of starting with the wonder weapon. Is a current criticism of the game that you start with, as we've talked at nauseum. Basically, you jog, you have full health, you you get double tap based through the way you play pack a punching. You're not earning stuff. It just feels like the game itself. You're already starting with your specialist weapons. You don't need to unlock anything. The game plays the same every way because of that unless you force 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 yourself to go out of the way to try and play the game slightly different um and again uh, you know i'm not gonna kick, it, i'm not gonna kick a horse while it's down i mean we have for months so i'm tired of it <laughs> i don't need to get into it um so talk out with the old in with the new how about that brand new trailer for call of duty modern warfare because oh, buddy, did I feel nothing for that trailer, but I got more excited by news articles. <laughs> oh yeah, same, uh, same. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. People mm-hmm. like just casual Call of Duty fans were very excited for that trailer. Yeah, and I honestly, I thought the trailer was pretty cool too, in my opinion. Uh, it was such a nothing burger. Yeah. It showed absolutely nothing. Like it was. I don't know. I was just kind of impressed by how good the game looked. I thought the game looked great. Mm-hmm. Like you ever, you ever see you know, even at the beginning of the trailer, they're like actual in-game footage. And yeah, I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay, Activision. Yeah, but yeah. Then I saw it, and I'm like, damn, this shit actually does look really good. Yeah, they uh, reworked their engine, so that's the exciting thing. They're calling it a new engine, but people have already criticized me in my video saying that it's not a new engine. They just upgraded an engine uh, to uh, whatever. Yeah. The, it took five years to do it, and they're sharing it with all the other. Uh, creators so this is going to be the new engine they operate so basically it's just graphical upgrades to use all the industry buzzwords especially that one that's all about the lighting how light lighting like when some light enters you it bounces around and then exits you even as a person so and how that interacts in the world they have complicated leg systems to someone in chat's going to give me the name that's like the big focus to make things super hyper realistic and they actually have that now in the newest version of their call of duty engine which they're calling a brand new engine but it's just upgrading the old engine yeah i don't know if the i don't know if the i don't know much about engines and Mm -hmm. like they've been working off the same engines for a while and they've been like calling it new engines even though they're really just updating it and i don't yeah. really know the specifics of what classifies yeah. a new engine so you i'm not gonna get point. into that that's i'm even sitting down and watching this trailer on my phone right now as we do mm. the podcast yep it, damn does this actually look really good in terms of graphics like i i legitimately think this might be one of the best looking games i've seen in a while 
the mm. modern warfare story doesn't do much for me just because my experience with it is like one level of modern warfare three. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, you offend me. This uh, is why sorry. you like, this is like people. Oh, this is why I'm grumpy and no one understands me. Cause I grew up with the other shit, man. God damn. I'm God, such a I, I curmudgeon. I know people who grew up with the other shit, and I don't know God. how they feel about this. But like Dude, for me, my first call they would was love Ops. this. That's why. No, it's just so the, I didn't play the Modern Warfare. Yeah, but did you play all the campaigns? The what the f What do you mean you didn't play the Modern Warfare campaigns? How do you even <laughs> like I, Call of Duty? You guys didn't get Call of Duty till Black Ops One. You dingus. Cod Four. That's the only one you had to pick up. Did Black Ops One no, follow I, Modern no. Warfare Two? I had Black Ops. No, no. The order goes. Cod 4, World at War, Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Modern okay, Warfare 2. My you first Call of Duty was Black Ops 1. My second was Black was Modern Warfare 3. And I, I, I maybe played like two to three missions of its campaign, mm -hmm. but I had no idea who anybody was or what the story was because I didn't play Modern Warfare or Modern Warfare 2. And if I did ever play them, it was just at like friends' houses. I never played the campaign. Oh, Missed that on fun. They are solid. Mm -hmm. COD 4 and Modern Warfare 2 are, are just excellent in tandem together. Modern Warfare 3 is, is kind of like... Was there, uh, was there a campaign in Modern Warfare Remastered? I don't actually know. Yeah, play it. It's it great. Maybe I'll play it. Maybe, it was. Maybe. It was awesome. <laughs> I'll consider it. Oh, I man. do have Modern Warfare 2 on Steam, and I just never installed it. Uh, it. I'd still play it. I'd still play the campaign. It's it's fun. I'll consider it. like playing it. the campaign. <laughs> Well, what did you guys think, Cameron? Are you excited? Uh, well, for me, I definitely like how it looks, uh, but I'm kind of the same as Reed. Like, it doesn't show too much. Like, oh, cool, nostalgia with characters like Price. Mm -hmm. But then I started getting really excited mm -hmm. when I saw the news articles on Twitter. Mm -hmm. That's what really got me to the wall. It was just like, oh, no season pass. No traditional season pass is what they said. Free yeah. maps. Yeah. Like, we didn't have a traditional season pass for Black Ops 4. We gotta be reasonably skeptical. Because they're not just gonna kiss this information away. Am I losing you? I think I'm losing something here. I Chat stopped loading. The video stopped loading. Can you still hear me? Yeah. I, I'm still live on your end? Yeah. Something just all got is, messed all up. All I know mind. is that like Call of Duty needs to change its uh, business model. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and maybe that's a sign that they are changing their business model. But yeah, like yeah. you, I don't think everything's going to be free. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I don't know. Like I, I, I saw that, and everybody was really excited, which kind of made me excited. But yes, I also took yes. it with a grain of salt. And we already know there's going to be cod points in the game anyway. Well, I'm very happy about the COD points returning, but I, I don't want to skip over Denizid. What was like your first impression to it? Mm -hmm. um, I'm very skeptical, skeptical because of Black Ops Four. Uh, YouTube just so... went down. <laughs> oh fuck! YouTube just went down, like like the I, whole site. That's what Milo just tweeted out as I'm trying to figure out why YouTube's not working. You're at the still moment. live for me. Oh good. Well, stick. Oh, everyone stay. Right. Don't don't refresh your shit. Just stay wherever you are. <laughs> We're, we're, this will probably be another lost in time I episode. Don't want connection issues on my computer. Yeah, so I can't see the uh, the chat though, which is a bummer. Oh, Kingdom's message. Well, I'm on YouTube. I, I can get on YouTube on my computer right now. Uh, yeah, it's fine for me. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, chat so, was yeah, down. So yeah, yep, yep. I'm still live, so the you guys can still watch it, but the chat won't welcome. load. Yep, yep. Okay, because I saw it not loading and things weren't updating. I'm like, that's weird. That's weird. And I saw it all fall apart in front of my eyes. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> YouTube. Yep. 
I, I feel like you're still running on my end, so. Well, it's like the video's mm -hmm. running, but the chat, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, the video's fine. Yeah, so we'll keep, we'll keep going. Chat's yeah, the chat I haven't seen move. Mm -hmm. They don't want to talk anymore. They no, it's not, it's not their problem. Just keep going. It's just us. Don't worry about it. Let's keep going. <laughs> we we have, as long as we're still them. live. Yeah, but what I was saying is just, mm -hmm. like, because I got so hyped for Black Ops 4, mm -hmm. and then to be fair, it was kind of disappointing with all the bugs and the crashes and stuff. And... I'm just kind of sad to see people get so hyped when they got this hype about Black Ops 4. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like it's going to be a disappointment once again. And people are going to blame Activision when they could just like, just not buy the game. Yeah. I don't know if you yeah. saw this read, but Nick Botag Geek just reached out to me, said, uh, we're still live, but chat is gone. It's struggling and there are certainly some issues coming. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to keep playing through this. So we... We'll see how this show goes. <laughs> we will ride through the, we yeah. will ride through the storm. <laughs> rage, yeah, rage into trying. that night. Um, I've, I, I can't. I was really shocked at how quickly everybody is wanting to love Call of Duty again. That's what really got me on on the social media platforms. Was everyone just instant acceptance of? Oh my God, Call of Duty is amazing. I'm like, guys, guys, what are we doing? This is the same thing as last time. Hey! All right, but it, all right, but look, all right, but don't get mad at people for getting interested in Call of Duty. No, 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 because, not like that. We want Call of Duty to yeah people to live. like. I like this idea. Yes. That people are open to having Call of Duty back sure. in life again. Sure, but the best thing this card has is a crossplay between platforms. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a little bit controversial because I've seen so many videos of just people just saying, "Oh, you crossplay is a lie," or "Is the are they actually going to do?" Because there's like, apparently there's like a tweet going around that got deleted in like five seconds. Okay, and luckily somebody caught it. It was like, and it was. I don't know if it was developer or just somebody that was verified on Twitter and it was just yep. like, I don't think Modern Warfare will have crossplay. And then people went like, told you, Activision lied. I was just like, okay, calm I down. A I swear Charlie Intel reported that the way it works is uh, PC has to use a controller if they're going to crossplay. And that's how that, it fixes all the problems. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, there's like no way There's no way in hell they can't pull off crossplay. It's just no. more about Sony and Microsoft. No, but but they've already agreed to play nice Sony and Microsoft and other games like Fortnite yeah, have been able to pull it off for for years now. So I don't I don't see why, if Activision really wanted to, they couldn't get it done. You know. Mm -hmm. I do like yeah. the fact that the it was needed, but the they're bringing all the communities together. So hopefully this will be some sort of renaissance for Call of Duty in general. And now that we can play with the Xbox community, the PlayStation PC community, it's something we've wanted for a decade. It's, it's going to do wonders for the PC too, because I feel like one of the things that's been holding yep. the PC community back is the player base. Hundred you know, percent. Like there's people, there's people who want to play on PC, and yep. myself included, but I don't because I know that like if I go on, there's maybe like a hundred people playing. Yep. And the odds of me finding a game are slim to none. Yeah. But if I know that I'm jumping on PC in the future and I'm just going to be put into the regular population pool, mm -hmm. then oh, I'm no. more likely to play it. Oh, know? no. Did YouTube just break again? I might. Oh, my God. What is happening with my stream? I'm, I'm seeing my upload jumping from like... I'm not... Why is it doing that? It's going it's from three... Good. It's going from like 3,000 kilobytes per second to zero to 13,000 to 9,000. I'm not... I, I, I go away. Like Aladdin was one of the most recent ones, but The Lion King or Beauty and the Beast, I, that's a story that should try and stand up like a Shakespeare story. These are things we can learn really, really good lessons from, but 
if people get a little bit out of shape when they're like, they didn't, they didn't do it exactly like the last time. It's like, well, I really don't want to see an animated cartoon version of the Brothers Grimm novel. So I am very happy. I get a very like, um, oh, what's her name from Sleeping Beauty? I. I'm happy about the feel-good story that Sleeping Beauty is compared to what the Brothers Grimm version of it is. And when they do the remake, I'm sure they're going to make it even different from the stuff that was okay back in the day for the Sleeping Beauty. And I think, getting back to Call of Duty, same thing's going to happen with, oh, we're going to have Ghost and Price. The thing that excited me the most about the trailer is that I got the feeling from the trailer that we're going to be having uh, political commentary or at least the developer commentary about... The cost of war, civilian casualties, uh, the war in Afghanistan, Iraq, which is I'm really looking forward to seeing like some because they said this could be more controversial than uh, no Russian. And it's like, well, I don't want it to be controversial for the sake of controversial. That's stupid and in poor taste. If it's actually to deliver a message and actually to try and get people to think about things. I'm way more on board for something like that, and I'm very hopeful that is the direction Modern Warfare is going, and that's actually got me the most excited about it. And then I think it feeds into this idea of vision again. We have a good setting. The Modern Warfare setting's really, really beneficial thanks to a campaign. Something Black Ops 4 completely lacked was a campaign, and I think that absolutely hurt the game. But that also is why Zombies is not inside... Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare because they wanted it to be not three separate modes but completely coherent so you could go through all the modes as the developer described it, the studio had. To me, that's wonderful. Like, the three pillars of Call of Duty was really good five years ago. So, keep moving forward. Keep developing this into something more than what we think Call of Duty can be. And, I mean, the best example I have in current day, and again, I'm reiterating it, so I apologize if you're tired of me saying it, but what they did going from the God of War series to the brand new soft reboot of God of War, no one ever would have thought Kratos could go from the button smashing character that he was in the like side viewing gameplay of it all to what we ended up getting in the game of the year last year. Nobody really would have thought Zelda and Breath of the Wild would go from what it was to this open world in Breath of the Wild from uh, like Twilight Princess. You don't have to go too far where people are like, yikes, this series, man, Zelda's dropping the ball here. And then all of a sudden they're absolutely incredible and hailed as game of the year material or game of the year. I forget if Zelda Breath of the Wild won game of the year. Do people think that Twilight Princess dropped the ball? Is it Twilight Princess? Skyward Sword. That's the one. Skyward Sword. That's what I was thinking of. I think that's the one everyone doesn't like. I didn't play it, so I can't I mean, comment. My, my Zelda experience is really just Twilight Princess and about five hours of Breath of the Wild. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. But I enjoyed Twilight Princess, but I played it years ago when I was younger on the Wii. That's fair. I have, I've only seen Wind Waker. I've seen then the speed runs of Majora's Mask and a couple other ones. It just seems like a rich franchise, very comparable uh, in the sense of how hardcore the fan base can be about it. Like Call of Duty has a very hardcore fan base about its campaigns, its multiplayer, and how it all is. So, uh, and but it's way more beloved. Oh, the music in Zelda. I'm digressing. So, where were we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talking about uh, the soft reboot, the naming, the characters, the campaign being overridden. Uh, do you guys have any more opinions about that or nah? I'm cautiously optimistic, but I, I think it'll be. I think um i'm happy to see people come around to call of duty again mm-hmm. what about you guys any, any final this thoughts should, on this should bring some new people in for sure definitely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. back at least Denzel? I, think gonna, yeah. I think i'm gonna wait after the game releases then see what people think of it and then maybe buy which is so, honestly probably 
the smartest way to handle this. I'm not like, gonna pre-order any more Call of Duties, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I think that's good though. Like vote with your wallet, you know, yeah. or like speak with your wallet. Like wait, like say you know, Black Ops Four kind of burned us, so mm -hmm. I'm gonna wait and see with this game. And if the reception is good, then I'm I'm on board. But I want this game to be good, but I'm not gonna like blindly just buy it just because it's Call of Duty. Yep. I think that a lot of people are waking up to that fact. I would be, I'm cautiously pessimistic to John's optimism. Just, I, it's that idea of if your expectations are so low, I'll enjoy the game so much more because my expectations were way too high for Black Ops 4. And I just got I, I devastated I, I by think, it. I think that my cautious optimism comes from a place of pessimism too, though. You know? Mm hmm like, 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 there's a reason I'm cautious, you know? Yes. Yes, no, I feel you. I feel you. It's not an easy topic, and it's a tightrope of this COD cycle, though. It's the same thing. Everybody gets excited. Oh, the last Call of Duty is so bad. Oh, my God, it's so good. We even said that with Black Ops 4 for the first couple of weeks. Oh, my God, it's so good. Oh, 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 man, and then it's the worst thing ever. Oh, my God, the new COD. It's it's still no different than any other year in that sense. It's just the cycle was a little sooner to the, oh, my God, this is so bad. Oh, thank heavens. Hopefully, Infinity Ward steals the day again. And, and then, then we... Uh, when when one warfare comes out and it's shit, everybody's gonna say, "Oh, Black Ops Four was so good." Dude, if I hear that, I just can't even. <laughs> like, I'm I'm glad it wasn't too. It happened with uh, World War Two. Yes, it wasn't too loud with World War Two, but I heard enough of it. And Cameron Dayton told me that, and he just like, "Don't worry, they're gonna be saying how great it is." Uh, would come Black Ops Four, and I'm just like Jesus Christ, he was right. Uh, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not sure that Black Ops 4 can be a game that would make a spin like that. I just don't see it. Yeah. I mean, especially because content-wise. Well, World War II, I mean, I can't get it out of my head now when I was listening to a bunch of multiplayer guys reveal or talk about their disappointment with this game that by the first DLC, there was more weapons and content in World War II than there is in Treyarch's Call of Duty Black Ops 4. It just I think this game is sunk. I think it's there's a lot of mismanagement with it. I I'm just blown away that it's seven, eight months now. Where's the what is this is this is the game. This is the game. There's the right? content. Yeah, like when DLC three and four come out, it's gonna probably look drastically different, especially maybe maybe it'll allow the game to get crazy, sort of like you know how Michael Condry and Glenn Schofield got kicked they left so then they did what they wanted to do with world war ii and made it a much better game in probably arguably in a lot of uh, people's opinions maybe because they have to change focus to call of duty black ops 5 uh that allows the people who's left on the bo4 project to go crazy and maybe we'll see some really really exciting jumps innovations changes uh shakeups in bo4 but i'm cautiously cautiously pessimistic <laughs> I think that's what like we should be now, especially after Black Ops Four. It's kind of like, well, you gave us this, so what do we expect for the next one? I I, I would like, advocate for cautiously optimistic, like John, or skeptical, I don't, because when you get into that like pessimism mm, that I'm in right now, that's not how it says whatever. Um, then it starts becoming like the angry Reddit mobs. Like you just don't want to get that negative mentality where no matter what they do, you're not going to be satisfied. You got keep an open mind. You can still enjoy it. Like I, I'm there with Star Wars. Like no matter what they do in Star Wars, I'm still gonna be like, yeah. But for some reason, Game of Thrones, I'm like, eh, you know, I'll give it a shot. You know, if there's new stuff, I'll probably like it. So I, I'm learning from my past mistakes. So that's if I could impart anything onto the viewers that are probably not watching and the two of you, 
just keep an open mind as best you can always. <laughs> I don't really see why, like, in case if somehow mm. this this model fails, like their business model that they're currently going for for this game, if it mm. fails, yeah, they could do a 180 like they did with Black Ops 4 and just, oh, we, we didn't get enough money in our microtransactions, so let's just get more monetization into the game. I hope they don't do that, but there's there's probably because if there's going to be the free content that they're saying, yeah, then... I think that's a better conversation right there. That there because the monetization is going to be in the game. Uh, there there's already COD point bonuses you get for buying special editions. You get for your five thousand COD pieces. So if you're if they somehow had to do marketing projections to take out the season pass and make up money or the season pass with other microtransactions inside the game. So we got to yeah. see if it's going to be like a Shadow of War, if it's going to be a Battlefront 2. What are we worried about here for microtransactions in Black Ops or in Modern Warfare? Is that going to be a big, oh no, oh God, you promised me all this free stuff and it's not? Or are they truly listening to players and truly as developers saying, I'd want to play this game. I could reasonably put in five to six hours a week and unlock everything I want to unlock and have a good time with this game. If you got to grind, like everyone logs in for the tier skips or they log in for their daily bonus and you're just logging in to grind, to keep up with the game. That's not, I, to me, that's not a good philosophy for keeping players addicted. It's not a good philosophy for keeping players to have fun. It It's not what drives communities like i mean people are here fortnite with its latest dlc update but fortnite had a way through at least its first four to six seasons from the sounds of it as an outsider listening in but they they had a way of keeping players interested changing the game up and making sure that it wasn't the core mechanics were still there you didn't have to go into some pvp mode to make sure you had the highest armor or the highest parasail because it gave you a 25 percent bonus when you fly into maps so you could go to get the better legendary guns faster than other people in the map no it still comes down to it's it is a battle royale shooter uh minus some of the things they did later on i believe they changed some of the uh like kill rates or like your your health would heal after you'd kill somebody and i think that's the update that really uh, shook up uh fortnite what, what was that i just said oh god oh oh god okay <laughs> i thought you might have knew what it is because i don't play no, fortnite. no no i don't play fortnite yeah. okay yeah i only hear stuff about it and because it's the titan of the industry right now and i believe that <laughs> killed the meta in such a way because it just let the best players be great because every time they were never at a disadvantage now because as soon as they killed somebody they're at full health and so the casual player that would have killed them because they would have been at like half health or less couldn't is now going against them at full health and so the player base doesn't like getting squashed and the people runs out of people who they like to squash because they're not playing anymore because they don't feel like they can compete and now they're only going against really really good players because that's all that's left in the player pool and then then they're getting frustrated because they're not having fun anymore because they're going against the hardest players and so that's where like conceptually you know oh that's what you want the the best players going against the base players but some people just want to relax and play video games and that's not fun in certain games and call of duty it's not fun to grind for me personally i don't like sitting here for hours and hours just to get i bought the game for 60 dollars and potentially 200 dollars. i did for 200 dollars. it's like i want to use all the guns what the fuck why do i gotta get it in a loot box i had the same criticism of um the crypto keys and bo3 it's like why i want to use the ppsh i bought this game why can't i get the ppsh i can't earn it through any in-game missions i can't do it anything there, there wasn't like synergy to it 
again, my big issue with the leveling up system in Black Ops 4, there's not a synergy to unlocking this gun. It's not like challenges, like in Modern Warfare with attachments. I think Modern Warfare 3 was excellent with, like, rewarding you the more you use this gun. Then when you use it in these different scenarios, you unlock more things on the gun, and then you can prestige your weapons. It's a, It was a big departure from how you unlock stuff in the past. We, there's no, like, building up to unlocking a gun. Instead, it's like, oh, maybe you could jump through all these hoops. We'll give you camos, which used to just be headshots in multiplayer in the past. And it's it's complicated. I feel like I shouldn't even go down the rest of this path, so I'm going to stop myself there because people are going to start rolling their eyes if they're even can still watching. Ahead. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, about- go for it, please. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because um, I was about the factions again. Yes, please. I don't go too deep into it, but it just really annoys me that First, they uh, showed off like at the reveal, and then they don't get a release. And, I mean, that's fair enough, right? Like, mm-hmm. it might be like t- take a lot of time to code and stuff like that, whatever. And then, like at the second operation, they're like, "Oh, this takes so much time to code and stuff like that." And it's like, I, like they just need to have like the Twitter account just tweet out, "Okay, factions is not coming, or it's going to be really late, or something like that." But just they just like keep letting us be in the dark yes. about stuff. And it's just not fun or good as a customer to not know when stuff is coming because when I pay for the game I expect the stuff I was advertised to get and I want to know when it, it comes, but I don't. Absolutely. So, actions could come tomorrow or could come in three months. I don't know. And that's- I think honestly the, the best move Chara could make right now Sorry, mm-hmm. Cameron, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think the best move Treyarch could make right now is to just be completely upfront and honest about factions. Yes, yes. Like, like say, say, like, just come out there and like say, like, listen, guys, we know we promise factions. Um, it's coming, or we're working on it. Um, and give me, give, give the honest reasons. Like, it's it's been delayed. You know, like mm-hmm. don't don't give us a fluff. Like, we're working very hard in the next operation, so factions have to be put on the back burner. Just be like, yeah, we uh, we we bit off more than we can chew, or something. You know, yep. just like talk to us like real consumers and be honest with us. Yes, because you already think- took our money. That's what pisses people off. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. If I go to watch a true, uh, you know, no, keep going. Sorry, I don't want to cut you up. I'm not going to go but, down. But, but yeah, I, I love that what you said though about like you know you like they might they didn't advertise factions very heavily mm-hmm. but it was mentioned at the reveal event so even though it was advertised very minimally it was at minimum advertised so there it was comic-con that bought it oh whatever it was, just for the sake of the internet people bought it though for factions or at least somebody mm-hmm. might have and that person's still waiting on it is probably an upset consumer yep so Seven i months. think it would be it would it's be been a year since it was revealed yeah just yeah, just concept. treat us. Yeah, just treat us like, like, like. I don't know. I don't want to say people because it's not like they're not treating us like people. But yeah, just they are. Treat us like adults and be like, all right, yeah, we we fucked up. Um, here are the honest, actual reasons of why it's being delayed. Here is what we. Here's when we think it will come out. Um, here's what we think it will entail. Um, and if we didn't meet your expectations, we apologize. You know? I just hate when you look in the patch those and it just says coming soon Ugh. i was like yeah. okay <laughs> like it yeah. doesn't mean anything like yeah i mean i'm pretty sure there's uh, limitations on like you buying a service that you have a right you paid for it to get the service at some point right it's only so long they can string you along before 
I, like even legally, not, not not at all advocating that, but like in other circumstances, like a Kickstarter, right? If you purchase something on a Kickstarter campaign and you wait a year or two before getting it, that's not okay. That's not how the system works, all right? That's a big problem and it reflects very poorly on the company and on the product or the service. It's so frustrating to me. You don't order, you know, food is different, so I'm, I'm not going to do that as a service, but... When, when you try and get something that is very, it's, it's, it's an art form, right? It's a creative project. It's something like these, God, early access has really just changed the, the landscape of how video games are understood and the ability to be actively working on a video game before it's done. I, I think that hurts people's, for very few, besides very few circumstances, it absolutely hurts people's, uh, uh, first impressions of the games, their their interpretation of their game, their feelings toward the game. When I play a game that's broken as shit, I don't care if it's fixed in two years. I, I'm probably not going to come back to that game ever again. And I feel cheated that I spent this money on an early access game. Um, those are early access games. That's part of the reason why I don't like early access games, especially if you pay to play early access games. Uh, Subnautica is one of the very few ones that turned out to be really, really good from what I heard. I never played it never bought into it just because i don't like free-to-play games the how broken the blue screening was on launch very much felt to me like a a work in progress game that they have addressed they worked really hard and they did fix it so all that's there but now that that's forever we talked about it last week that you can you you can release a game can be delayed or a game is forever bad or forever broken on launch and in your and consumers minds black ops 4 is this broken game even if it isn't broken anymore and that's how are you going to shake that? And how does the studio not say, yeah, you know what? Chalk it up as a loss. We'll see you in the next game. Mm -hmm. Now, I feel like we're entering down a spiral of negativity. Sure. <laughs> so can we can we change the subject to maybe like, uh, do we have any more topics or do we want to jump into topic time? Uh, topic time and the quick two donations I have is Mr. Drown. He says, have a good day, gentlemen. Thank you, Mr. Drown. And Demand 445, how's it going? Very good. Thank you very much for asking. Very well. And I think, I think, Cameron, you wanted to say one more thing. So before we yes. jump into time, just give your final thoughts. The one thing I was going to say, like what Reed was talking about, I think what Treyarch and Activision were intending when they announced Black Ops 4, like especially with the Battle Royale, and it was just like, we're going to try to do, what, well, not exactly, but we're going to try to see what we could do like Fortnite's doing with how they get content mm -hmm. almost all the time. You, you know, you open up Fortnite, oh, new skin, all that, all the cosmetic stuff. Yeah. And then we get to Black Ops 4, and then not it's like, oh, it's completely like Fortnite because the operations or the seasons, as people call it now. Mm -hmm. And then you go to Blackjack Shop, it's like, oh, daily items. I mean, they change it now because there's no more daily items. It's just like wish rash of stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's like, hey, why do I have to – I have to buy car points now just to get this? It's like because compared to Fortnite, you can actually earn V-Bucks by just playing – yeah, that's the, another great point. Just like Warcraft. Yeah. Yep. Warcraft's another great example. Somebody explained to me a lot of Warcraft. Uh, actually, a friend of mine, Nathaniel, uh, one of my sister's friends who's interested in me. Guy's absolutely brilliant. Um, but he took me through all of his woes with Warcraft, and so much of it echoed. Like, they had their fan base being like, you're just not playing the game right. Or maybe you just don't know how, how to play. Like, the game's working as intended as a community saying, like, this is broken. They're having problems, communication issues. Um, they, they have gold you can earn in-game, to your point, that can help you buy your subscription. So if you're really, really good at the game, and you play for maybe 
Um, the pros can do it. He told me in two to three hours. Average people can play for um, uh, like I think it's forty hours in a month, and you can earn enough gold to pay for your subscription to play online and earn stuff like I think, that. I think Fortnite, Fortnite does that too. Yes, sure. that's why I'm brought it up. That's why I'm agreeing with it. Is that it's free to play? They have these in-game currencies that allow you to earn this stuff where we don't like the, the nebula or whatever like you can't buy you can't earn cod points and i think that's a, another big issue inside the game you bring up a great great aspect there of why people may feel the frustrations they do with the copy paste of fortnite into black ops 4 except you can't except it's it's monetized in an even more maybe not predatory way but more vi- uh, aggressive aggressive is the word i want I mean, if I give $60 to a company, I shouldn't pay later for something else. I mm-hmm. just get everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not paid $20 for a skin. I, I, I feel that. You should be able to earn that. And God of War, I, I'm bringing it up again because I, I see the marketing thing where it's like, Factions is coming. Well, uh, Valkyrie Battles or something that's a, awesome. Super cool, super fun inside. It was a side mode. They weren't sure they were going to fit it into the final finality of the game. And it did ship with the game and people really like it. And if they if they advertised like oh this is going to be in the game and then it wasn't there was going to be people that saw some of that gameplay they showed off of that being like oh my god i got to play this game just for that it's that type of frustration that you see with the factions that you guys brought up earlier where it's like kind of put i i thought i was going to get that now and it's 7 months in i i sympathize with the consumers but also with the developers and how difficult the schedule is how hard it is to create things and how plans change all right there's a good quote from, I think, Eisenhower. That's about, like, planning is essential and plans are garbage, or vice versa. Something about, like, you should always plan for something, but it's never going to go according to plan, so you got to be able to adapt. Mm-hmm. So, questions. Always plan for the, always plan for the unexpected. Uh, yes. Topic time. Topic time. First one comes from right. Bowtie Geek, a uh, beloved premise patron, and also friend of the mm-hmm. show who's helping us as or at least giving me i don't know if he was giving you updates read but yes. just whether or not we're live so thanks nick for those updates yep but he asked uh when do you think we'll start getting information about dlc3 it feels almost overdue at this point um soon. it has to be soon right yeah maybe uh next couple weeks i don't think we'll ever get another surprise dlc drop so you know they're gonna advertise it yeah mm-hmm. If they do that with like Dead of the Night, then that's did, that's gonna be something day, else. Can you guys remind me again what day did uh did the last map actually drop? I forget. Um when yeah, did, when did Ancient Evil. Evil Yeah, what day did Ancient Evil drop? Did, was it, it was like early March, right? Yeah, it was somewhere in March, I think. Twenty sixth? Twenty sixth March. I think it's the twenty sixth. The third week we were March out there, weren't we? No, it might have been the nineteenth. Might have been the nineteenth. Yeah, nineteenth? Asia was uh, 26. 26, I was right. I, I, I think we flew out so the 19th that week. April 20, so March 26 means April 26. Now we're, so we're two months. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got to be June. We're over, dude. I'm going to guess really, late June. But... I, think, I think we'll, I wouldn't be shocked if in a week we'll get our first little glimpse teaser maybe. Yeah. And then in two weeks, so last week of June is March. When you just release on the, uh, on the operation date? Uh, but they haven't really followed the operation schedule, have they? Dead of the night. Yeah, the DLC one. Yeah, the but only not DLC two though. though. No. Yeah, but I don't know. There's a random over there, so. Yeah, I, I think we got a good shot. It drops. Um, no, I don't. No, they can't. They have to promote it. They have to promote it. Yeah. Maybe well, Monday maybe... if we get a trailer Monday, then. 
Mm -hmm. A teaser Monday, straight or Tuesday. Yeah. The de developer live stream, like they do with like all the new operations they do, they're like, oh, this is what's going to come. And then they show like a big poster of like what's the content coming. Oh, that's true. Like, that's true. That's, so, could that's have the map have so, yeah, it can't be Tuesday. That would that'd be another mm -hmm. shocking one if it was Tuesday. But it'd be cool to see some trailers for the DLC 3. Mm -hmm. uh, Rear Ass Ultra Patron, he said, uh, what are you guys hoping to see at E3? To see at what? E3. Oh, just the games that Avenger, get me excited again. Avengers game. Avengers game. Ooh, is there going to yeah. be an Avengers game? Yeah. Ooh, that yeah. sounds fun. I'm excited about that. An Avengers game done well could be really fun. Yeah. yeah. There's a Game of Thrones one I, I heard that is potentially in talks. Uh, an open world Game of Thrones. I would love something like that. Oh, that Originally, cool. they tried to do that with Bethesda, but they were too worried oh. about their own IPs back in the day. So George talked to somebody else, I believe. Uh, recently so I, I i'm just getting excited about games i want to see really really fun games in the future that i want to play and we all can have wonderful memories with that's what i look forward to e3 every year because of that the things you go like oh what well look at that trailer when is that uh evil beyond good and evil ever going to come out that is like the most perpetual game of release e3 no. trailers and never come out how do they even have money anymore for that studio <laughs> to keep releasing these trailers and get into e3 when they never release a game it blows my mind. That... Also, Death Stranding. I'm excited yeah, about that. that'll be good. I got to make a video about that at some point. Oh, that's good. Stranding, for sure. But I don't know. Hopefully, we hear some more about Last of Us 2 or something. Definitely. Oh, I think it's coming out uh, this November. It's coming out October or November, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the rumor. That's the rumor. E3 will let us know. They did, uh, like, I think last year they wrapped up, like, the mocap shooting. So right yep. now, Naughty Dog's working on the. Oh, oh I I keep tabs whenever Ashley Johnson slowly shows up a critical role for apparently no reason despite working in New York. All of a sudden, oh, she's just in in the area for some reason. I don't know why she couldn't <laughs> be recording anything. I think she actually finished her recent stuff about a month ago, a month or two when they go back and do reshots and re-edits and stuff like that. So it's it's close. It's got to be close for Last of Us 2 and I'm very excited for. That. Oh. I can't wait to play that game, but they're gonna probably break my heart. So, <laughs> all right, Cballa twenty asks, "What is the least logical map and the most logical map to date?" Okay, that <laughs> see, that's a little that's a that's a broad one. That's a tough one. Knock to is on so logical. <laughs> um, I mean, he, he none means, of them are dead zombies. Like, he yeah. means more in terms of like features east in like Easter egg steps. The like, which oh um. Strike steps? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Like, which Easter egg steps don't feel logical? Let's let's. Oh, put it Rift. That. Revelations. Yeah. Oh, Revelations is the worst. Oh my god. <laughs> no, like, but, but like, not even giving passes on the Call of the Dead. Like, why does turning dials do shit? Like, why does moving levers do shit? I know the original. Yeah, why stuff does, was why does moving levers on one ship another ship to like cause a submarine to rise? Yeah, the, the originals don't get a pass either. But Rev was just completely also like gone from the narrative. Well, you know, Ascension, Ascension, I think should probably get a note for being completely illogical. It's like okay, so we suck up the Casimir mechanism. What's our <laughs> next step? Well, we need to stand on a pad for like a two minutes, and then we yeah. need to press three buttons or four buttons at yeah. once. Yeah. Well, um, the, the thing with Rev was that all the other maps were like so good. Yeah, so it's just kind of weird that this was this one was so bad. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. So I think a lot the the old maps though really did lack uh, cohesion, but I, I don't think for whatever reason we just didn't judge it. 
because it was it wasn't narrative it wasn't so close to the narrative it wasn't so yeah. integral to what they were doing and they didn't also it was it was new and refreshing yes I think yes i mean you know half the maps nowadays are just the easter eggs yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's it the game the map is an easter egg it's not a call of duty zombie experience it's just the next yeah. easter egg step in the next part most of the people story. do the easter egg then never play it yeah and they only do the easter egg f- to figure out what happens next one of my friends played uh, Ancient Evil for the first time, and also his last time. He just beat the Easter egg there. It was yeah. done for it. Which is a shame. So the other part of the question, which maps were the most logical? Would you mm-hmm. say that Shang was pretty logical? Um, it's raising like focusing thinking, stones. Um, it's, like, it's, I, like I'm just thinking about like when we like when uh, gas was getting into the chamber, so we yeah. had to plug it up with spike more. Yeah, I'd say. We had to napalm um, through the gas mm-hmm. leak. Yeah, I mean, in, in terms of zombies, logic, I, that's one yeah. of the, the oh, more oh, yeah, solid yeah, yeah. ones. Yeah, like there's there's a level of disbelief that I think every map needs to carry with it. Yeah, where the rev criticism comes from, like, why would our characters shoot their graves? Why would our character because we're at that point now where our characters actually start setting uh, precedences of. Hey, why are we doing this? Oh, this makes sense. Oh, we got to figure out why do I hear a little girl? Like all that that's happened over and over again. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then also in Revelation, she's like, oh, and that reveals a real what? And then that, that spawns all these Margolis. What? And then you get a keeper protector to do a little jig. What? <laughs> and it's just, there's a lot of that. Sophia comes in, you're like, what the, where the fuck, the shit? Just because she was in the last map doesn't explain why she's here now. Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh, that's weird. Final <laughs> Reich, man. Want to talk about logic? That one is, is yeah, there. World War II, that, did, that did logic well. The fucking batteries. Yeah. Oh, the batteries. Uh, yeah. That was dumb and torture path. This, oh, no. This is a, a question. Battery, this is a question I'm, I'm not sure I fully understand. I oh, think boy. it's YouTube drama. Oh, you guys boy. can help me out with this one. Here we one. are. Obi-Wan Kenobi asks, what did you think of the XQC and Lex thing? Who's XQC? I don't know. He's a streamer. I didn't hear uh, anything well, about what it. What happened to them? Fill me in. Did they I get have no idea. Oh. Does anybody know? Just know he's a streamer. Uh, I just know he's a streamer. That's it. XQC. Mm. What's his name? XQC. Literally XQC. the letters XQC. Yeah. Um, Mr. T. Did they, get, did they get into beef? I think uh, it are might they be fighting a pack Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it might be <laughs> a meme question. With everybody else. <laughs> I the first video eight hours ago, uh, XQC plays Black Ops Two Zombies and Intellectify and gets toxic, very emotional. Son, this fucker! Oh Jesus, Lord above! Okay, I don't wait, think we need wait, to go wait. down that trope. I think uh, we are. You know, yeah, let's not wait, do this. Read, read me again the video. What was the video title? Yeah, you know, I, I don't even need to promote this. This just looks like hard trash I'm, okay just send it to just yeah, send me the links so there you go all right we're, we're yeah i don't i don't even want to touch on this this looks like garbage all right <laughs> anything else uh yeah yep yeah. uh one second sorry i clicked away to thank you iron sides for sponsoring this podcast you guys are the absolute <laughs> best and uh i got to tweet out your next uh a computer giveaway uh nixaru was out there or our friend victoria is looking for a new computer and boy oh boy did i have a computer for her oh five percent off your orders we've had many successful five percent off your orders using coupon code rad if you're like i should build a computer but that's hard yeah it can be but ironside they check up on you i i got an email 
And it wasn't really like personalized in one respect because I was a sponsor. It wasn't even personalized because I was a sponsor. It was because I was a customer because I was in their records as purchasing a computer and they go, hey, how's it going six months later? Is it still working well? Is there anything we can do to help you out? Are you happy with our product? Who does that? Most people send their products out and are like, I never want to hear from that person again. Please don't tell me anything's wrong. Ironside, they've got your back. Use coupon code RAD, 5% off in the description down below. If you're worried that like you're going to order a computer and it's going to come to you in the mail broken, guarantee that will not happen because the way Ironside packages their computers, yeah. it's like Fort Knox in there. Dude, it's cool. Like they have like they have like inflatable cushioning that fits perfectly to mm-hmm. the shape of the innards of the computer. Yep. Like that shit is unbreakable. Uh, yep. So it's like great. you're you're gonna get your computer and you're not even gonna have to worry about the building it or anything going wrong and you know it's gonna be in one piece because Ironside no they've mastered the shipping game. I was impressed by the shape of all like the little balloons within the computer holding everything and making sure it was safe. Yo, mine I, did, I didn't have balloons. I had actual uh, like soundproofing texture stuff that and it was completely shaped to it inside oh, the well, box. They weren't, like, this was also like three years ago, so yeah, I might yeah, misremember. But I just remember yeah, no, like they I just remember the packaging inside it being like perfect. I got you. They, they, it was like uh, form fitting to the mm-hmm. computer, and I was like, "Damn, mm-hmm. this is your thing." Mm-hmm. Like they've got this shit down. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one, Chuck CB thirty one says thoughts on Sony and Microsoft tear or teaming up on cloud gaming. Uh, uh, well, very happy. I'm concerned about that. I'm concerned about that type of stuff. Because you start combining, we start getting into subscription services for games, you start getting into uh, oligopoly, even monopoly territory, depending if who buys what merger and goes through. And all of a sudden, consumers' uh, ability to demand stuff goes down. So the economics in me does not like a single gaming streaming platform uh, because it worries me. Because they they have profit incentive. It's super nice to have everything on one platform, unlike Epic Game Launcher and Steam Launcher and all that type of stuff. But it's where where's competition we need competition we still have nintendo yeah yeah but they do their own thing they, man like, yeah but also xbox live is coming to the switch reportedly and that could be streaming I, oh, i'm wow. just excited for, i'm just excited for game streaming like i know you say that like wow. oh we're gonna have monopolies yeah and then they're but, gonna but give to streaming as well amazon could go so. ahead and make like amazon has the infrastructure to do so they yeah, could they're easily the best. knock that out yeah, with true. all their aws going on i could yeah. see them doing it yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if anything i think this opens up the door like cloud streaming can open up so. multiple companies with large online infrastructures. Maybe Apple wants to get involved, or Google, or Amazon. I hope so. Um, I hope Facebook. so. Facebook. I wouldn't be shocked if Facebook oh, tried to get their. They're hands trying. Out. Facebook is. They have a huge gaming initiative right now. Like this could be. Like I, I'm excited for streaming, and I think Sony and teaming up on cloud gaming just for the fact that no longer are we limited by our current generation of hardware, but we'll be limited by whatever's on the cutting edge. Yeah, I, you've made that argument before, but I'm just too skeptical. John, I, I hope they show me. I Show me! Mm-hmm. I want to see it. Take me into this new generation and shut me up. Please! Yeah, me Please! Make the it. old man go, oh, it's better now. Kingdom Hops asks, uh, yeah. what are your thoughts on Procedures Key's video talking about how dark the camp child soldiers, nerve gassing, civilians, etc. I know you touched on this. Oh, really, you're you excited go. for these themes to be yes. explored. Very much so. But- but it's it's just got to do well them. tactfully, though. Like, I think Modern Warfare 3's campaign didn't do it. Like, they just basically threw in a scene where uh, civilians got hit with a, ga- a chemical bomb. 
And this little girl's like, I'm dancing, Mom! And then she gets blown to shit as a truck explodes and gas gets released inside Paris. And to me, that was very much like, hey, that's great for the commercial, but served nothing for the campaign. Where, in contrast, No Russian was very much a commentary about 9-11. And that's... That's the difference to me. It was like, ooh, what's good marketing-wise? What's going to get people talking us in the news versus, you know, hey, we have feelings. This is crazy. Our world's fucking nuts. Like, let's talk about it in, in one fashion or another. And it doesn't have to be, like, the central focus. And, again, at the surface level, it can just be a game. But if you dig a little deeper, it's cool to be like, oh, wow, there is thought put into this. And this does make me, you know, think about some things maybe a little differently or maybe not at all. But at least got me thinking. I really appreciate that in any form of storytelling. And I think Call of Duty has a really good shot. If he said there's child soldiers, that's a really good one to touch on, especially for the Afghanistan war. That stuff is is heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. I just worry, and the reason I wanted to bring up this topic yeah, again yeah. is that I don't, I don't want it to be like World War II, really, but this is also a different studio. Like, this mm-hmm. isn't Sledgehammer, this is Infinity War, so completely different team, different people. Yeah, uh, but I just hope I just hope they don't try to touch on these sensitive issues in World War II and just do it poorly. Yes, again, oh, just yeah. to reiterate what my issue was with World War II that John might be touching on is like um, they introduce a black officer into the Battle of the Bulge, and it was that they, they they existed very rarely. Racism was rampant during that time, and then by the end of the game, with a handshake, the the game would have you believe racism has been solved, which is ridiculous. Uh, the concentration camps, they they dumbed them down to prisoner war camps. If you showed somebody that, like, and, and they again, the marketing advertised it as this incredible historic retelling. It's the responsibility to make sure the newest generations understand the horrors of war, and, and it was a, it was totally a patriotic. I mean, I would equate it to like doom level, not maybe not like doom in sentiment of like you're badass guy killing all the bad guys. You're killing all the monsters and that's all they are. That's basically what World War II was like. You literally have a German officer grunting at you like a dog or barking at you like an animal in a rip, the opening ripoff scene of Saving Private Ryan. So just just they if they do that with modern warfare. I'll be very disappointed once again, but from how they've handled stuff in Modern Modern Warfare, COD 4, and Modern <laughs> Warfare 2, they've done really good jobs with that stuff, Just even though I know the studio is now uh, Respawn Entertainment. They left, and it's not the same studio. I think there's still some of the people did stick around. Hopefully those ideas come through for things like the nuclear bomb and uh, the war in the Middle East, the things they touched on before of, you know... The, the espionage missions the one of my favorite quotes that comes from call of duty that also came from somebody else was victor's uh victor's right history is that's i fucking butchered it what is it history is written by the victors like shit like that is like oh my god that's an awesome quote and i learned that through call of duty but <laughs> that's it's like i didn't expect that from a call of duty game in the past and then i came to expect it and then we get things like man you're all right racism isn't real it's like oh jesus jesus christ pretty good at <laughs> and maybe with this game especially like not trying to play it safe yeah i think that's a great way to try and approach don't, it don't 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 play it safe but don't also try to be edgy for the yes sake of being edgy. yes exactly that's what i was trying to get out that in that very long-winded oh. and just show it how it is conversation. yeah mm. Yep. I kind of yeah. I was talking. I mean, like, like that's war, exactly like, it. Like, like war's not pretty, 
Sure, yeah. But let's not let's not only show every gruesome thing in war. Yes. And just call it a gore fest for yes. sixteen missions. Yep. I mean, there's a duality to it. There's no Russian, like in Modern Warfare Two. I mean, maybe it's not the same effect, but mm -hmm. it was like, like I, I would, I would rather, I would rather three really well done, like gripping or shocking scenes than twenty just meh, yeah. shocking scenes. Yeah, because that doesn't do anything. Because it just it's all about shocking you instead of actually talking about points like like with the child soldiers i can already see the point of just like where's the line man like what what is this okay is this not okay from their point of view like are these kids being uh completely brainwashed indoctrinated do you where's the line drawn do you kill these kids can you rehabilitate these kids and then again it's like you, they grew up no, with bombs being just, dropped on them like don't just be, don't just be like oh oh there's child soldiers this yeah. is bad yes but, but but humanize those child soldiers in a sense that like like explain why they're in that predicament yes you know that's what I was just getting to it's like, just why like why for them why they, for them this may be a better alternative not not that being a child soldier is a good alternative but yeah. you know why they would why they find themselves in this situation or make these decisions that lead them to and sometimes it's it's not through any choice of their own they're forced into this exactly but, you know get exactly it, get it, don't 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 say this is bad but get at the roots of why this is bad yes yes and, and, and muddy the water a little 100 you know? that's what they like, were good at in the past don't be don't be afraid to not take a hard line stance mm -hmm. on this maybe the u.s like, isn't I, the good guys I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm phrasing this properly, and I don't want this to come off the wrong way because obviously okay. child soldiers are a terrible thing. Yes, but don't just like don't just come at me with like child soldiers are bad, mm -hmm. and look at how bad this thing is. Oh my god, this is bad mm -hmm. because the truth resists simplicity, mm -hmm. and not everything is completely black. Like there is gray area, and there's black and white. Yes. I mean, think about but you. child soldiers are bad, and I don't think absolutely that's something that should be absolutely like, per, per, like don't 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 make me walk and be like, oh, child soldiers aren't that bad. Or the guys turn <laughs> yes, yes, they're shitty people. Yes, that and, is like, terrible. They rot in hell. But the, it's the people not, that yeah, it's not a it's not a clean picture. Mm -hmm. I remember in, in World War Two, it started with the D Day mission. Yes, and they did. I, I actually think they did that pretty well. Mm -hmm. And then they went fucking nuts with that train sequence later oh my down God. the campaign. Yeah. It went for like a whole minute. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is just like an action movie. Yeah, it's a fantasy. They're like, what the hell yeah. is this? This has nothing to do with what the reflection of reality that they were marketing it to be. Um, to your point about the child soldiers, and I think specifically too, John, you're saying like, fuck that. You're fucking the people that force children into uh, being child soldiers. Uh, but I think... To branch off on that too, I have this example that's very clear in my head about the uh, the conflict in the Middle East. Uh, you're sitting there. I think the movie, though, is very, very heavily biased and coming from one angle. Vice has a great scenario of the vice president sitting there tapping his foot because he's eating dinner or he's nervous about some sort of uh, speech he has to give. And then it goes to someone tapping their foot as a family's huddled around uh, as the United States has Operation... Is a desert storm. I forget. It's the Gulf War, and they're just bombing the shit. They're just hitting them with all the bombers, and people are just getting absolutely devastated. Uh, it might have been... No, it's not Gulf War. It has to be post-9-11. Um, and we're just bombing... I'm pretty sure it's Iraq. And these people are scared and terrified. Th think about your day. You're fine. You're sitting in your home, and 
all of a sudden your entire world just turned upside down because some foreign entity is bombing you. You didn't do anything. You don't have anything to do with the politics. You're going to be mad at whoever just blew up your block, blew up your school, hurt your family. That is the humanization and the dark side of like war. And you don't glorify it. Show it as it is. Just present it. Let people take away what they can from it and say like, wow, I, I don't know what to think about that. That was really bad on both sides because that is what war is. But you also can't take away there there is something to war that you you find these heroic stories people get behind. You find these incredible uh situations of courage and valor and you can't confuse that with being like, we shouldn't have war. Well shit. Yeah, I agree, but that's a problem over here. When war's going on, you can still appreciate those people that tried to save lives, the people that tried to keep people safe, who weren't doing the worst things, you know, when you um uh, what do they call it when you take a city? Sack. You don't sack a city, right? There, there are those little grains of salt you try to find in these absolutely terrible and horrific circumstances. And if modern warfare is going to try and tackle those issues with chemical warfare and child soldiers, then do it with some balls. Don't come at it safe like they did in World War II because it's insulting to those who suffered. All right, let's wrap up this week. Uh, any other lasting thoughts for anybody else? No. Mm. Oh, right. I just hope that modern warfare is good. Me too. For sure. Absolutely. So, all Let's right. not do any 180s Activision. That's what I'm telling you. We'll see. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming out onto the show. Thank you all, whoever might still be watching this, despite it being dark and listening to all of my ramblings and rants. Thank you all for joining me. This has been an absolutely wonderful episode of Zombers Podcast. We will be back next Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I believe. Right? We're not moving. It's the following week. We are uh, going to be traveling. Yep. So... We'll see you soon. We'll have the new operation dropping, so we'll have plenty to talk about. I hope you all have absolutely fantastic days. I'm curious to hear your thoughts about Modern Warfare in the comments down below, so let me know what your interpretations of all this are and what you're hoping for. Till then, take care. Goodbye. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We'll see you in the next episode.